Laging sinasabi ng marami, God is loving but also just. Nang Na ibig sabihin nila ay, despite Jesus, tuloy ang judging and punishment. Nang Na ibig sabihin ay, patuloy at ituloy ang Pharisees kahit nandiyan na si Jesus. Masalimuot pero actually simple kung talaga lang uunawain at hindi natin ipipilit yung ating mga emotional stand on these issues. Ang pag-aaral natin ngayon, pinamagata nating Jesus judges no one. Walang hinuhusgahan si Jesus. What is the relationship between Jesus and the Jewish law? Ano ba talaga ang stand ni Jesus sa Jewish law? There are five points about the Jewish law that we should appreciate, understand, and put into consideration. One, Religious justice requires judging by the religious law. Pagka nag-insist ka ng justice, may basihan yung justice. Ang basihan ng justice ay law. Romans 2.12 All who sin under the law will be judged by the law. Only those under the law will be judged by the law. So yung hindi under the Jewish law, why should they be judged under and by the Jewish law? Sa grace, Sa Jesusness, it means no judging by the law. Because those who are under grace, those who are under Jesus, and in Jesusness, are not under the law. John 5.24, I assure you, sabi ni Jesus, anyone who hears what I say and believes in the one who sent me has eternal life. They will not be judged guilty. They have already left death, meaning the law that brings death, and have entered into life, meaning into grace. Number two, the law makes people conscious and guilty of sin. Pagka law ang laman ng utak ng tao, pagka Jewish law ang pinapaandar niya sa kanyang buhay, lagi siyang may issue of sin and guilt because the law will always make people feel guilty and sinful. Romans 3.20 Walang taong mapapawalang sala sa paningin ng Diyos sa pamamagitan ng pagsunod sa kautosan. Sapagat ang ginagawa ng kautosan ay ipaalam sa tao na siya'y nagkasala. Kaya sino ba ang laging guilty? Sino ang laging nangjudjudge ng iba? Sino ang laging tormented? Yung under the law. Yung laging inilalagay ang sarili nila under the law. Because if you're under the law, you will always be short of God's glory. You will always be found to be sinful. But who was and who is under the law? Sino pa talaga sa buong United Nations ang under the Jewish law? Sino ba ang kakovenant ni Yahweh tungkol sa law? Deuteronomy 5.6 I am the Lord your God who brought you at sino ang you? E di yung ancient Jews out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. So dito pa lang, ipinapakilala na agad ni Yahweh na ang kausap niya, ang bibigyan niya ng law, ay yung mga ancient Israelites who had become ancient Jews. Dahil yung mga yun ang pinalaya niya mula sa Egypto. Deuteronomy 10.12 And now Israel, very clear na ha, ang kausap Israel. Hindi naman sinabing, and now Philippines, and now America, and now Korea. 
And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God ask of you? But to fear the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to Him. So, linawi natin, kung hindi pa naman obvious na malinaw yan, ancient Israel ang kausap ni Yahweh na binigyan ng law. The ancient Israelites who were slaves, who were saved and freed from slavery in Egypt, ang kausap, ang katipan ni Yahweh about the law. Moses gave the law to the ancient Israelites, not to the whole world, not to all the nations. Jesus gave forgiveness, freedom, and love to the whole world. Kaya pag pinag-uusapan, eh paano yan? Pwera ba tayo sa law? Eh paano tayo mapapasali sa Diyos? Yung law ibinigay sa mga ancient Israelites. Pero ang pag-ibig, pagpapatawad, pagmamahal, pagliligtas, ibinigay ng Diyos sa buong sangkatauhan through Jesus. Kaya yes, napapasali tayo sa Diyos, napapasali tayo sa kalangitan, sa pamamagitan ni Jesus, ng Jesusness, hindi sa pamamagitan ng Pharisees or Mosesness. Kasi pag sumali ka sa Pharisees or Mosesness, doon ka masasali sa judgment sa mga taong hindi nakakasunod sa law. Matthew 28, 19-20, sabi ni Jesus, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Kay Moses, sabi ng Diyos, gather the Israelites. At sabi ng Diyos, you Israelites, you are the people I brought out of the land of Egypt. So eto ang ating covenant, eto ang ating usapan, eto ang aking mga commands, eto yung law. So, ang kasali sa law, sila. Pero si Jesus, sabi niya, go and make disciples of all nations. So kasali na tayo lahat sa Diyos sa pamamagitan ni Jesus. At malinaw ang sabi ni Jesus, teaching them to obey everything I, not Moses, not the Pharisees, not anybody else, but I have commanded you. So anong mahalaga? Ang ituturo daw, yung sinasabi nating Great Commission, ang commission is to teach love. Dahil ang sabi ni Jesus, teach the world everything I have commanded you. And Jesus gave only one command, to love one another, to forgive one another, to be under the grace of God. And in Jesus, the fullness of the deity lived in bodily form. All the goodness and kindness of God is expressed in Jesus. So, yung law na ibinigay sa ancient Israelites para yun sa kanila, pero tayo, ng mga non-Israelites, non-Jews, napapasali tayo sa langit, napapasali tayo sa salvation, napapasali tayo sa pag-ibig ng Panginoong Diyos Ama sa pamamagitan ni Jesus ng Jesusness sapagkat yung kanyang iniutos, yung kanyang itinuro, ang sabi niyang ipalaganap sa buong daigdig. Yun ang Great Commission. The Great Commission is not to teach Moses, not to teach the Pharisees, but to teach Jesus. Jesusness. Mosesness and Phariseeness was local to Israel. Jesusness is universal to the whole world, including Israel. Point number three about the law. The law was given to the ancient Israelites, as we have already said, and now we like to emphasize. The laws given to the ancient Israelites were given to them, not to all peoples and not to all nations. It was for them not for all peoples and for all nations. Ang nakakapagtaka, bakit ang mga tao ngayon na hindi naman sila ancient Israelite, sumasali sila sa mga batas that were given to the ancient Israelites? Bakit sila nagpapatali doon sa tali na inilagay lang sa mga ancient Israelites 
Samatalang hindi naman ito para sa buong mundo. Ang para sa buong mundo ay ang love of God through Jesus. The ancient Israelites, not all nations and peoples, were and are under the law. Psalm 81, 8-10 Hear me, my people, and I will warn you, if you would only listen to me, Israel. So, una, hindi pa clear. Sino yung people? Hear me, my people. Lahat ba ng bansa yun? I will warn you, lahat ba ng bansa yun? If you would not listen to me, Israel. So, clear. Israel ang kausap, hindi ang buong mundo. Mark 10:5. It was because of your, or Israelite hearts, it was because your Israelite hearts were hard that Moses wrote you, Israelites, this law. Jesus addresses the Jewish law as your, not our law. Leviticus 18, 1-5 The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, You must obey my laws and be careful to follow my decrees. Oh, Leviticus! May Pilipinas ba nun? May Amerika ba nun? Ang kausap, Israelites. At sabi, you must obey my laws and be careful to follow my decrees. Leviticus 25.55 For the Israelites belong to me as servants. You are my servants whom I brought out of Egypt. Inilabas ba sa Egypt ang Pilipinas, ang Korea, ang Japan, ang Malaysia? Ang inilabas, the Israelites. So sila yung kausap, sila yung bound by that covenant and by that law. Daniel 9.11 Ang buong Israel, hindi ang buong mundo, and all these parenthetic expressions are mine, ay nagkasala sa inyo, sumaway sa inyong kautosan, at hindi nakinig sa inyong tinig. Dahil dito, ibinuhos niyo sa amin na Israelites ang mga sumpa na nakasaad sa aklat ng kautosan ng lingkod ninyong si Moises. Fourth point about the law. The ancient Israelites, not all nations and peoples, are judged by the Jewish law. Para yun sa kanila, sakop sila nun, sa kanila yun. John 18.31 Sinabi sa kanila ni Pilato, Kayo na ang bahala sa kanya at hatulan ninyo siya ayon sa inyong batas. Nung gusto ng mga Israelita na Si Pilato, yung Roman governor, ang maghusga kay Jesus. Sabi ni Pilato, that's your business. Husgahan niyo siya according to your law. Iba ang Roman law. Subalit sumagot ang mga Hudyo, hindi pinapahintulot sa amin ng Roman law na humatol lang kamatayan kanina man. So Jewish law did not cover Roman law and governance. Jewish law was not effective to non-Jews. Jewish law is not universal for all peoples. At all times. No one under the law, meaning no ancient Israelite, could escape judgment by the law. Therefore, Jesus purpose to set the people under the law, meaning the Jews, free from the law. Ang unang pakay ni Jesus na palayain ay ang mga Hudyo dahil sila ang under the law. Ang mga non-Jews palalayain mula sa ibang bagay. At yung mga non-Jews na hindi naman sila covered by the law, later on naging Christian sila at kusa silang nag-cover under the law, nagpa-cover under the law, edi sila na rin kailangan palayain from the law. 
Samantalang hindi naman talaga sila dapat kasali, kusalang sumali, mangangailangan tuloy ng pagliligtas mula sa law at mula sa punishment by the law. Matthew 10:5-6. This 12 Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. So huwag na kayong pupunta sa mga Gentiles at nagtataka yung mga tao bakit hindi pinapasama ni Jesus yung mga Gentiles. Exclusive ba ang salvation to Israel? Exclusive ba ang langit to Israel? No. Do not go to the Gentiles to save them from the law because they are not under the law to begin with. Ganun kalinaw yun. Sabi niya, ang puntahan niyo yung mga Israelita dahil ang mga Israelita ang bound by the law, sila ang nangangailangan mailigtas from the law. Hanapin ninyo ang mga nawawalang tupa ng sambahayan ng Israel. Nawawala sila from God's grace because they are under the law. So sila ang dapat palayain. Only the Israelites were under the law. Only the Israelites needed to be freed from their law. In fact, kahit yung mga Gentiles na namumuhay sa mga bayan-bayan, baryo-baryo, barangay-barangay in Israel and around Israel, hindi naman nirequire ng mga Jews na sumunod sa laws nila eh. Alam ng Jews na ang laws nila ay para lang sa kanila. At alam ng Gentiles na ang laws ng Jews ay para lang sa Jews. Ang nalito lang later yung mga Christians na hindi naman sila kasali sa usapan ng law. Nung naging Christian, biglang nakisali sa law. Kaya ngayon, maraming dinadalang bigat at takot. Matthew 15.24, He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. So, Maramot ba ang Diyos? Ang kabutihan ba niya ay para lang sa mga Israelita? Exclusive ba talaga mga Israelita? Ang mahal na mahal silang, sila lang ang pinuntahan ni Jesus? No. Sila lang kasi ang under the law. So sila lang ang target na puntahan ni Jesus kasi sila nangangailangan ng pagpapalaya. Non-Jews should not be judged by the Jewish law. Pero may nangyari kasi sa history eh. May mga Pharisees at mga maka-Jewish law na naging Christian. At sa pagiging Christian nila, nung early stages of Christian history, gusto nilang ipilit dalhin into Christianity ang Judaism, ang law, ang mga rituals ni Moses, ang mga requirements niya. And obviously, nakapangyari sila kasi ang na-inherit nating Christianity up to now, magkahalong grace and law magkahalong love and justice na hindi mo pwede talagang paghaluin. Kaya litong-lito ang marami hanggang sa ngayon. Ang tawag doon sa mga Jews na yon na naging Christian, na gustong gawing Jewish ang Christians, ang tawag sa kanila kahit sa New Testament, Judaizers. Gusto nilang gawing Jew ang mga Christians. But the Judaizers, those who mix the law with grace, Phariseeness with Jesusness, crept into the young church and prevailed, as history clearly shows. Acts 15.1 May dumating doon na ilang tao mula sa Judea na tinatawag nga ng English versions na Judaizers at nagturo sa mga kapatid, kapag hindi kayo nagpatuli ayon sa kaugali ang itinuro ni Moises, hindi kayo maliligtas. Can you imagine? Ang kaligtasan, di ba, sa pananalig kay Kristo? Ang kaligtasan sa paniniwala sa Diyos Ama sa pamamagitan ni Jesus, ang kaligtasan ay pagpapasakop sa dugo at pagmamahal ni Jesus sa kanyang sakripisyo 
Pero sabi ng Judaizers, Christians who have remained Jewish in their hearts, hindi kayo maliligtas pag hindi kayo nagpasakop kay Moses, hindi kayo maliligtas pag hindi kayo nagpatuli. Therefore, binabaliwala nila ang gawa ni Jesus at ang mahalaga pa rin pagpapatuli ang mga paggawain at ritual ng mga Jews. So, totoo ba silang believers ni Jesus or not? Isipin nyo. This is glaring Judaization of the Jesus way. This is syncretization of the Jewish way. This is hybridization of the way of Jesus so very early on in history to the point that it is recorded in the book of Acts. Buhay pa ang mga original disciples ni Jesus. May umaagaw na sa Jesusness. May umaagaw na sa pag pamamahala sa church. At ang gusto nila, ang law, Moses-ness, ang umiral sa Jesus community. Acts 15, 1-2 Mahigpit itong tinutulan ni Pablo at Bernabe at naging mainitan ang kanilang pagtatalo. Kaya't nagpa siyang papuntahin sa Jerusalem si Pablo upang ang suliraning ito ay isang guni sa mga apostol at sa matatandang pinuno ng iglesia. Kasi nga may nagpipilit na pairalin ng Law of Moses within the Christian community. And mind you, those were Gentile Christians, not even Jewish Christians. So yung Jewish Christians, gusto nila maging Jew muna yung mga Gentile Christians bago sila maging tunay na Christians. Kaya galit na galit si Pablo at naging mainit ang kanilang mga pagtatalo. Acts 15, 4-5 When the men arrived in Jerusalem, the whole church welcomed them. Paul, Barnabas, told about all that God had done to them. Now, listen to this. Some of the believers in Jerusalem had belonged to the Pharisees. They stood up and said, The non-Jewish believers must be circumcised. We must tell them to obey the law of Moses. Ito ha, nasa Book of Acts, chapter 15. Nag-meeting ang mga bagong-bago pa lang naman na nampalataya who were later on to be called Christians at yung mga Jewish ang puso, Jewish ang orientation, ipinag-iitan nila ang mga hindi Jew na nagiging Christian ay dapat magpatuli. Kailangan nilang sundin ang batas ni Moses. Ang aga-aga pa lang, buhay pa yung mga original disciples, pumapasok na yung Moses-ness, yung Pharisee-ness, into the Jesus community. This was Judaization of early Christianity. This was syncretism. Nakakapagtaka ang maraming Christian leaders and teachers ngayon. Galit na galit sa syncretism na mahaluan daw ng mga pagan practices ng Christianity. Pero hindi nila pinapansin yung paghalo ng Jewishness, ng Judaization into pure Jesusness. Acts 15, 6-10 Then the apostles and the elders gathered to study this problem. After a long debate, Peter stood up and said to them, My brothers, why are you putting a heavy burden around the necks of the non-Jewish followers of Jesus? Are you trying to make God angry? We and our fathers were not able to carry that burden. Malinaw ang pagkakaunawa ni Pedro. Ginagalit nyo ang Diyos, sabi niya. Bakit nyo ginagalit ang Diyos? Gusto nyo bang magalit ang Diyos? Bakit ipinapataw nyo sa mga Gentile na hindi Hudyo ang mga batas ng mga Hudyo na ni tayong mga Hudyo ay hindi nakayang sundin? Acts 15, 
19 to 21. So I think we should not make things hard for those who have turned to God from among the non-Jewish people. Instead, we should send a letter telling them only the things that they should not do. So sabi nila, huwag din nating pahirapan ang mga hindi hudyo na nagiging kristyano. Huwag din natin silang damihan ng napakaraming mga dapat gawin. Kontian na lang natin, sabihan na lang natin sila ng mga talagang hindi nila dapat gawin. Tulad ng, do not eat food that has been given to idols. This makes the food unclean. But take note ha mga kapatid. Jewish law pa rin ito. Kahit yung council sa Jerusalem ang nagsabi nito, Jewish law pa rin ito. Kasi si Jesus mismo ang nagsabi, all foods are clean. It's not important what gets into the mouth, but what gets out of it. Binuranan ni Jesus ang pagbabawal sa mga pagkain on religious grounds. Well, pwedeng bawal on clinical grounds, no? on hygienic grounds, but not on religious grounds. Pero this is a backsliding to Jewishness, itong tungkol sa food na ito. At sabi nila, don't be involved in sexual sin. But maybe because it's just that this was related to pagan worship, Marami kasi mga sexual activities no, ng pagan worship kaya hindi lahat ng pagbabawal ng mga early Christians sa sexual activity ay dahil doon sa sex per se but because of the religious connotations involved in such sexual acts. At ito pa daw gawin. Don't eat meat from animals that have been strangled or any meat that still has blood in it. Take note, Jewish law pa rin ito. At pag pumasok, Ang Acts 15, into the Christian theology today, ibig sabihin, pumasok ang Jewish law into Christianity. Kasi malinaw na malinaw nang nirelease ni Jesus ang mga tao from such regulations. You decide today. If you like to apply into your Jesusness, into your Christian life, yung mga Jewish laws na si Jesus na mismo ang nag-cancel. Then the reason... Bakit daw kailangan ipatupad itong mga bawal kainin itong may dugo? Bakit kailangan hindi kainin ito yun at ito? Sabi, then they should not do any of these things because there are still men in every city who teach the law of Moses. The words of Moses have been read in the synagogue every Sabbath for many years. So ang dahilan nila kung bakit nila ina-accommodate yung mga dietary laws na yan that actually belong to Jewishness and to Judaism. Sabi niya, eh kasi marami pang nagtuturo ng Mosesness sa mga bayan-bayan. Anong gagawin natin sa kanila? Magmumukha silang mali. Hindi eh, na sila susundin. Pagkabasa na lang natin, nirelease ang mga tao from those Jewish laws. So that was an accommodation. Kung gusto mong i-accommodate sa buhay mo ngayon, pag-isipan mo, pag-aralan, because per Jesus, according to Jesus, wala nang bawal na kainin on religious or spiritual grounds. Obviously, what they did in the council in Jerusalem was for accommodation of the Jews and Jewism and tradition in the many cities around the world. This was for mitigation of conflict with the Jews. Was this for compromise? Think about it. But this opened the door for the introduction and infiltration of the law and Phariseeness into Christianity, recorded very clearly in Acts chapter 15. From then on, there will be a steady infusion of the Jewish law into the Christian church to the point that Christianity is no longer pure Jesusness, but a confusing mix of Jesusness and Phariseeness.
a mix of love and anger, grace and law, salvation and judgment, acceptance and rejection, peace and fear. Mga kabalintunaan, magkakabaligtad, kaya litong-lito ang mga Christians sa buong panahon. Kasi pinaghalo ang Jesusness at Mosesness. Paano mo gagawin yun? May inimbento pang terminology, Judeo-Christian, as if there is such a thing. Judeo-Christian or paghahalo ng Jewism at Christianity is an oxymoron. Kabalintunaan. Paghahalo yan ng Pharisees. In fact, Pharisees over Jesusness, which really means this is syncretic Christianity. Christianity na binahiran ng Jewishness. But take note, many modern-day Pharisees who still insist on the law actually break the laws on circumcision, diet, etc. Ang daming, sasabihin mo, very dogmatic and very, very conservative sila sa pagsunod ng law, pero hindi sila tuli. Tapos kumakain sila ng hipon, kumakain sila ng mga barbecue pork, pero ang strict nila on other Jewish laws. Pero doon sa mga laws na yon na Jewish din, lax sila. Relax lang sila. There are many so-called modern-day Pharisees who insist on the law daw who are actually selective in the observance of the law. Observe nyo yan. Tapos yung Sabbath, marami dyan. Ini-insist nila ang Jewish law sa Christianity. Pero hindi naman sila nag-o-observe sa Sabado, sa Sabbath na walang gagawin tulad ng sinasabi ng law of the Sabbath. So, pati sila na nagsasabing very conservative sila sa pagsunod sa law, actually, ang dami nilang binibreak. Pinipili lang nila. Mag-isip-isip naman tayo na ang dami-daming mga Jewishness na pumasok sa Christianity. So, itutuloy ba natin yun? Paano kalalaya? Kaya tayo laging batuhan ng batuhan kasi may law na ino-observe. Kaya tayo lagi ng judge at nagiging judgmental kasi may law. Galatians 2.4 my concern was because of the false brothers, or parenthetically, those people masquerading as Christians, who had been secretly smuggled into the community of believers. They had slipped in to spy on the freedom which we have in Christ Jesus in order to bring us back into bondage under the law of Moses, if I may parenthetically clarify. Galatians 2, 11-13, sabi ni Paul, Subalit nang dumating si Pedro sa Antioquia, harap-harapan ko siyang sinaway sapagkat maling-mali ang kanyang ginagawa. Dahil bago dumating ang ilang sugo ni Santiago, siya'y nakikisalo sa mga hentil. Ibig sabihin, he was practicing Jesusness. He was mixing with Gentiles bago dumating yung mga tauhan ni James. Subalit nang dumating ang mga yon, lumayo na siya at hindi na nakisalo sa mga hentil. So he practiced Phariseeness. Kanina, Jesusness, now Phariseeness na. Dahil sa takot niya sa pangkat na nagnanais na tuliin din ang mga hentil. This is Judaization of Christianity. At sabi ng New International Version, because he was afraid of those who belonged to the circumcision group. Within early Christianity, there was the circumcision group. Ipinipilit tuliin ang mga Gentiles. Ipinipilit ang Moses Law into Christianity. At sa pagpapatuloy ni Pablo, at gumaya naman sa kanya mga ibang mga kapatid doon ng mga Hudyo, pati si Bernabe ay natangay sa kanilang pagkukunwari na sila ay makamoses. Pero actually, makahesos na sila. 
Galatians 2.14, they were not following the truth of the good news. When I saw this, I spoke to Peter in front of everyone. I said, Peter, why are you trying to force those who are not Jewish to live like Jews? At hanggang ngayon, dapat natin itanong yan sa mga sarili natin. Why are we trying to force those who are not Jewish to live like as if they were Jews? Sabi ng Young's literal translation, How the nations does thou compel to Judaize? Bakit mo ngayon pinipilit ang mga hentil na mamuhay gaya ng mga Hudyo? Pero actually, yun ang ginawa ng mga maraming Christians ngayon, mamuhay gaya ng mga Hudyo. Philippians 3.2-4 Look out for dogs, or parenthetically, the Judaizers, the legalists. Look out for troublemakers. Look out for the false circumcision. Galatians 6.12 Those who want to make a good impression in public before the Jews try to compel you to be circumcised back into Phariseeness just so they will escape being persecuted for the cross of Christ. Ang persecution no, ay ginagawa ng mga Hudyo sa mga Christian. Ginagawa ng mga makahudyong kristyano sa mga kristyanong hindi hudyo at gustong hindi na maging hudyo pa sila. Galatians 1.8-9 Subalit kahit kami o isang anghel mula sa langit ang mangaral sa inyo ng magandang balita na iba sa ipinangaral namin sa inyo parusahan na siya ng Diyos. Sabi ni Paul, kahit kami o kahit sino, pag nagturo sa inyo na bumalik kayo sa Mosesness, bumalik kayo sa law, sa Jewishness, parusahan na kami o sino man pag yan ang itinuro namin. Kasi ang itinuturo namin sa inyo ay Jesusness, grace, love, hindi law. Now, what did Jesus do to and with the Jewish law? Jesus destroyed the law. To set free from the law, the people under the law. Siyempre, ang papalayain from the law ay eh, yung people under the law. Alam naman yung Gentiles ay eh, hindi naman sila under the law. Ephesians 2.14-15 Christ gave His own body to destroy the law of Moses with all its rules and commands. Pinawalang bisa niya ang kautusan. Jesus reinterpreted the law into its loving, kind, potential version. Application. Romans 7.6 But now, by dying to what once bound us, we have been released from the law so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit and not in the old way of the written code. Ngunit malaya na tayo ngayon mula sa kautosan, kaya tayo'y naglilingkot sa Diyos, hindi ayon sa lumang batas na nakasulat, kundi ayon sa bagong buhay ng Espiritu. Romans 2.12 Ang mga hentil ay walang kautosan ni Moises. Sila ay nagkakasala at paparusahan ng hindi batay sa kautosan. Ang mga hudyo ay mayroong kautosan. Sila ay nagkakasala at hahatulan batay sa kautosan. So the Gentiles will not be judged by the law. So bakit yung mga non-Jews ay kusa pa ngayong magpapa-under the law? Gusto mong ma-judge ka under the law? Those who apply the law on others will also be subjected to that same law. So yung mga nagpipilit ng kapwa Kristiyano ilagay under the law, sila tuloy nalalagay din doon 
at pati sila hahatulan by that law. Who will pass the test? Who can be saved? Kung i-apply ang law. Jesus is not judge, but Savior from judgment. But do not think I will accuse you before the Father. Your accuser is Moses, on whom your hopes are set. Si Moises na inaasahan ninyo, ang siyang magharap ng paratang laban sa inyo. Kita niyo sabi ni Jesus, sunod kayo ng sunod, buntot kayo ng buntot kay Moses. Si Moses ang nguusig sa inyo dahil siya yung law. Ako, hindi ko kayo usigin kasi ang dala ko love. Pero ipinagpipilit niyo si Moses, siya ang actually ang accuser niyo. Your law, not me, accuse you. Sabi ni Jesus. Jesus does not judge. God does not judge. John 12:46-47. If anyone hears my words but does not keep them, I do not judge that person. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. And if I may add, to save the world from the law. To save the world from judgment by the law. Hindi ako ang humahatol sa taong dumirinig ng aking salita, ngunit ayaw namang sumunod dito sapagkat hindi ako naparito upang hatulan ng sanlibutan, kundi upang iligtas ito. Ngayon, bakit ang daming kristyano na sumusunod daw sila kay Kristo, tas kandara pa sila mag-judge? Gustong-gusto nilang mag-judge. At gustong-gusto nila ang mga tao na hindi nakakasunod sa law ni Moses ay mag-judge. Samantalang sabi ni Jesus, hindi ako humahatol. Kahit ngayon dumidinig sa salita kong hindi sumusunod, hindi ko hinahatulan. Hindi ako naparito upang hatulan kayo kundi upang iligtas kayo sa paghahatol ni Moses at sa paghahatol nyo sa isa't isa. John 5.22 Moreover, the Father judges no one but has entrusted all judgment to the Son. Hindi humahatol kanino man ang Ama sa halip ay ibinigay na niya sa anak ang buong kapangyarihang humatol pero hindi nga humahatol si Jesus. E di walang hahatol. Hindi daw naghahatol ang ama, kaya Jesus ini-assign yun. Si Jesus naman, hindi siya naghahatol. Dumating siya para iligtas sa mga tao sa kahatulan. So sino naghahatol? Si Moses, ang law. At ang mga Christians na makalo, makamoses, pinagpipilit na lang hatulan ng iba na nakaka-break ng law, but by that same law and hatol, they will be judged. So actually, silang gumagawa ng sarili nila mga bitag. Jesus judges no one. John 8.15, you judge by human standards, I pass judgment on no one. Pagkalinaw-linaw, malinaw pa sa sikat ng araw pagtanghali. Pero bakit ang maraming mga Kristiyano ang pilit mag-judge? Hindi sila komportable na walang judgment. Ha? Gusto nila may judgment, gusto nila may parusa. Pero sila rin ang mapaparusahan, sila rin ang mag-judge because they, the judges, will be judged by the same law. And they will not pass. People who believe in Jesus, in Jesusness, will not be judged. John 5.24, Very truly I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged, but has crossed over from death to life. Hindi na siya hahatulan, kundi nakatawid na siya sa buhay mula sa kamatayan. Pero ipipilit pa rin ang iba. Hindi, meron pa rin judgment. Ang linaw na nga eh. Bakit ba in love na in love ang marami sa judgment sa matalang sila mismo hindi rin papasa? Those who judge with and by the law 
will be judged with and by that same law. Therefore, Matthew 7.1 says, Huwag kayong humatol nang kayo'y dihatulan. Pero ito, binibreak ng napakarami. Sa pagsunod nila sa law, binibreak nila si Jesus. Sabi ni Jesus, huwag kayong humatol nang kayo'y dihatulan. The judge gets condemned by the same measure the judge uses. Matthew 7.2 Sapagat hahatulad kayo ng Diyos ayon sa paghatol ninyo sa iba at susukatin kayo ayon sa panukat na ginagamit nyo sa iba. So yung mga Kristiyano dyan na gusto nalang pinaparusahan ng Diyos ang mga nagkakasala, sila rin paparusahan. Nagkakasala rin sila. Romans 2.1 Kaya nga, sino ka mang humahatol sa iba, wala kang maidadahilan. Sapagkat sa paghatol mo sa iba, hinahatulan mo rin ang iyong sarili. Those that insist that God is love, but God is also just, actually say, the law has been destroyed, but the law has not been destroyed. Kasi marami mong sasabi, yes, God is love, but God is also just. Naintindihan nyo ba yung ibig sabihin ng kabalinto na ano yun? Na ipipilit mong God is love, but God is also just? In one sentence, samantala ang pinagkukuha naman ng basis niyan, magkakahiwalay at magkakalayong verses, tapos pagsasamahin mo sa isang sentence, pag sinabi mong God is love, but God is also just, you actually say the law has been destroyed, but no, the law has not been destroyed. You actually say, in Jesus we are under grace, but no, we are still under the law and under the wrath of God. Sinasabi mong in Jesus we have been justified, but actually no, we are still condemned. Yan ang ibig sabihin ng Judeo-Christian. Pag sinama mo ang Jewism at Christianity, pag pinagsama mo ang Jesusness at Mosesness, kalituhan na magiging bunga, ipipilit mong yes, God is love, but God is also just. So, nawawala pa rin yung love. At ang ending pa rin justice, ang ending pa rin parusa, mapaparusahan ka. Those that insist that God is love, but God is also just, actually say, in Jesus we have been set free and saved from the law, but no, we have not been set free and not saved from the law. In Jesus, we are saved, but we are not saved. Yan ang tunay na laman nung sinasabing God is love, but is also just. Hindi pwede mag-agree. Magkalabang ideya yan. It is a grave contradiction to mix grace and the law. God's love and justice based on the law. So what is the relationship between Jesus and the Jewish law? magkabaligtad sila. Romans 8.2 Because through Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. So magkabaligtad na magkabaligtad. Colossians 2.16 Therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink or with regards to a religious festival, a new moon, celebration, or a Sabbath day. In other words, do not let anyone judge you by the Jewish law. Why? Because Jesus judges no one. Anong kailangan pag-iisip para maintindihan? Bakit kailangan nating lituhin ang ating sarili? Bakit kailangan paghaluin ang magkabaligtad na mga ideya? Kung nga kay Jesus ka, be in Jesusness. Pero hindi pwedeng paghaluin ang Jesusness, Mosesness, Pharisees kasi ang mangyayari, kalituhan, takot, 
pananakot, pagpaparusa sa sarili at sa kapwa. Yan ang ibig sabihin ng God is love but also just. So God is not love but actually not love kasi justice will not practice love but will punish people. Yan ang kahulugan. Pag-isipan naman natin para makalaya tayo at ating sarili at mapalaya din natin pati ang ating kapwa. Para ma-enjoy natin yung binigay ng just na love through Jesus. Kasi sayang ang kamatayan ni Jesus, sayang kanyang pagparito, sayang kanyang misyon, kung ang ending rin pala under the law rin tayo because God is just. Mag-isip-isip, magbulay-bulay. God bless us all. A podcast by Ed Lopis. Become a supporter. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. Click the support button or click the link below. Thank you so much for your prayers and support in this ministry. Our desire to share hope in new ways to millions of people in many places have become possible because of your unconditional love of giving and partnering with us to this ministry. Visit Ed Loppy's official website. Edloppies.com.ph